When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the FlowTrack podcast. FlowTrackpodcast at gmail.com is our email address. You can find all the episodes on FlowTrack.org slash FlowTrackPodcast. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher as well. I am Kevin. He is Lincoln. Happy Friday and happy May to you, Lincoln. Yep, right in the middle of the track season. We're uh, ready for conference weekend. I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, you're right. Is it already conference weekend? The beginning? I mean, of, I mean Peyton, Peyton Jordan next week for sure. I remember that. Okay. Okay, so maybe conference was, it was slated to be a little later this year. Who really knows anymore? All I know is rent's due today. and Or I should say mortgage, not rent. Mortgage is due mm. today. Um, so that's Humble fun. Yeah, humble brag for sure. Uh, yeah, doing doing okay, doing okay. May first, April went by pretty quick, despite the fact that I moved a total of like six feet the entire month. So <laughs> we have a we have a busy show. We actually have news. Yeah. On this this Friday, we have some suspensions from the athletics integrity unit that we can talk about. We have some news about some pro signings some collegiate transfers, and something called the Ultimate Garden Clash. Yes. Love it. Basil, tomatoes. Which one comes out on top? This uh, the last year's edition was actually between two squirrels. The the ultimate <laughs> garden clash. It's legendary among the vermin community. It is. It was. So this one's going to be tough to top. Uh, it's going to be tough to top that one. But uh, yeah, the ultimate garden clash. Uh, the naming, just like anything in the world of athletics slash track and field, it's very confusing. Doesn't really apply to what it is. But uh, we'll explain it in detail as we get along here in the show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm. It is. It is track, sort of, and it's going to be coming mm. to a YouTube channel near you on Sunday. Let's start though, real quick, with these the, these suspensions because they just were announced right before we started recording. So don't have all of the information, but just that provisional suspensions were handed down for whereabouts failures for Deja Stevens, 2016 Olympian in the 200. She also made the World Championship team in 2017. Gabby Thomas, who is a former Harvard star currently training in Austin, Texas, won the indoor 200 back in 2018. And from Kenya, a really fast distance runner. Maybe a lot of people don't know his name because his best effort, his best time comes in the half marathon. Alex Correo, Olio Tip Tip, 58-51 in the half. 
and 11th in the 10,000 at these past world championships. All are um, provisionally suspended, like I said, for whereabouts. Failures don't know a ton of the information yet. And as with all issues like this, it's best to heed caution before making huge proclamations here. Um, but your first thoughts, Lincoln, on this? Well, <clears throat> my first thoughts go to the Christian Coleman situation that we had just this past summer. If we, we can't, there's no tried and true copy and paste thing uh, as far as where, whereabouts, whereabouts failures that we can apply from the past because it all depends on circumstances. It's all going to depend on what mistakes they made were, or, you know, were they deliberate? Were they accidental and not having the appropriate filings? Uh, it, it, it depends. We could end up with a two year suspension as is the, as is what's laid out in the rules, or you could end up with a Brianna McNeil situation where she gets it reduced to one year, or you could end up with a Christian Coleman where he faces no suspension. It all depends on the individual circumstances of each athlete now surprised obviously to i'm both surprised and maybe not surprised surprised uh, to to see athletes come up with this because every time this happens uh particularly for americans when we've had examples of this these mistakes being made you're always surprised that these athletes are getting these three strikes how do they make these mistakes when you've seen other examples of people just update your whereabouts thing, update your profile and get this correct. At the same time, I'm not incredibly surprised. We're in a state of, you know, uncertainty right now where, you know, there's no races going on right now. Athletes are in different situations than they've ever been in their careers. Maybe that's partly to blame. I'm not sure when this period is. As far as the Kenyan, obviously I can't speak directly to that. I, I you know, you want to put them in the same boat as the the two american athletes as far as you know giving him uh innocent until proven guilty uh just the same as the two american women but my thoughts are we need to we need to learn more about this situation it obviously does not confirm uh that these are all dopers but it obviously raises suspicion just in the same way it did for christian coleman but everybody's going to have their own circumstances i imagine everyone will mount a defense um and we'll find out more, hopefully, in the coming days and weeks. Yeah, we don't know when these failures occurred, right? And that's a that's a big question because one of the things we had talked about before when they had the IAAF, now World Athletics, had said that they aren't going to be accepting marks for rankings or qualification purposes until December, that part of the reason was the inability to do drug testing. So I'm, I'm assuming that that means that there's a limited ability to do this stuff. And we've read the stories about the volunteer drug testing, but it could be a situation where these things happened throughout, you know, prior to, prior to this period is what I'm guessing. Sure. And we're just now hearing about it because it does take time to move that stuff through this system. But again, we just don't know. There's a lot um, of uncertainty here because with three people involved, you have three different situations, three different, uh, circumstances. And I remember the thing with, with Coleman, right? There were one of them, two of them ended up being missed tests, if I'm remembering right. And the one of them was the uh, just a filing failure and the filing failure yeah. happened outside of that quarter uh, or sorry, out, outside of that year. 
and then it slipped out. So it, it was not three violations right. in, in, in one year. So there was a lot of nuance to that case. And I'm assuming the same will be true here. Coleman being the fastest man in the world at the time garnered a lot more attention for it, but it will be just as, if not more complicated, I'm assuming moving forward with, with three cases as opposed to just, just one. Yeah. I mean, Coleman's was rough timing for him. He got pretty much roasted in certain corners of the media and, uh, One couldn't the run British the league final. Remember? Yeah. Could not run the yeah. league final. And, uh, seemingly was fortunate that, I don't know, they got to backdate, right? One of those, uh, one of those filing, was it the filing mm -hmm. thing or the missed test that he was able to backdate and to keep it within the, uh, or either within or outside the the year window, I forget whatever whatever it was. Um, these are the circumstances that we're waiting to learn about each of these cases. As far as practicality goes, um, in the women's two hundred in the United States, you know neither of these women made the team in in twenty nineteen, but both very very young. If they you know, both still training, both obviously have the talent to be Olympians. I mean, Thomas was incredible just two years ago at NCAAs. And mm -hmm. with Stevens, she was a, I think she made the, the Olympic, did she make the Olympic final in 2016? So, mm -hmm. I mean, and, and so right. as a, I think she was still in college or had just recently turned professional. So, you know, Thomas's been slow to start and Stevens hasn't really been relevant of the last couple years. Um, you don't want to take anything, extrapolate any malfeasance just straight off of off of that. Obviously, there will be some suspicion, but I don't know if there's ever time to like get a whereabouts violation and then maybe work to get it corrected. It's now when it's like you have all this time on your hands, you're not competing and there's no foreseeable. Not, I'm not saying you want to ban right now, but when there's no competition, you're not sitting out anything while you're trying to, uh, yeah. I don't know, fight this. I guess it's not the worst possible thing. That said, I mean, this could all be, they could, I mean, for lack of better words, they could be, all three of these people could be dopers. I mean, we just, I, we don't know at this point. I don't want to say that, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to, suggests that that that's the case but unfortunately that's what this brings you're gonna have people on both sides saying oh this is a case of misunderstanding or this is a case of these are all three people who are trying to skirt the rules so we don't know this is i i don't it's it's so weird you know no other sport maybe ufc or something gets itself like you don't hear of a whereabouts failure for an NBA player like that doesn't that doesn't happen so I right. always wonder how this even I know track is so global and everybody's in their training unique training camps and you're not uh, tied down by an, uh, by a team but this doesn't happen in major sports it's I'm always like if you're truly doing this and uh, this was an accident I don't I don't know how you how you make this mistake I, I'm pretty sure the AIU is not you know, they have to be sure when they're when they're doing this that this is what the athlete did and they made the violation. I just I don't understand how 
how you make this mistake. I, I truthfully, I truthfully don't. It's like, it, it'd be like the rest of us, I don't know, f failing three times to pay your water bill. Like I, I like, I, I don't make that mistake. Like if, if that's truly the case and you were just being negligent, like, why are you doing, what is going on? Like, why, why are you making that mistake? And, I, um, so if yeah. it's guilt by, uh, idiotness, like it's almost the same as cheating. It's just follow the things, follow the rules and pay attention because everyone else is, and you're no different. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on to the ultimate garden clash because that is happening on sunday three of the world's best pole vaulters competing in their backyard renault lavillany mono duplantis and sam kendricks are going to compete now if this was a united states marketed event i think we would call it the ultimate backyard clash but they call these things yeah. gardens. And <laughs> even though two of these two of these guys are going to be vaulting in the United States, uh, Kendricks will be in Mississippi, Mondo will be in Louisiana. We're still going to have to go with the European conventions here. I think backyard clash sounds cooler personally, uh, but again, yeah. that that could just be my my bias uh, as to how I interpret the meanings of different words. Now, it's not a just like you can't play one-on-one -on -one against somebody virtually and you have to do horse, there's a catch to this because the IAAF release says the following. Instead of a contest to clear the maximum height, which would be difficult with the lack of officials to move the bar up and adjust standards, the three athletes work together to devise their own competition format. They will attempt to vault five meters as many times as they can within 30 minutes. So we got speed vaulting here. Okay. I mean, maybe they could learn something and learn to to speed up the the normal competitions. <laughs> maybe they can take their own lessons here. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I'm out on this. I think this is dumb. It's better than nothing, I think. Mm -hmm. mm, I don't know. Five meters. I mean, are, I guess are we gonna watch? How many times LeBron James can dunk on a seven and a half foot goal in thirty minutes? Like five meters. So you wanted what? him to have a straight up regular. The equivalent of this, so five meters, a good height for a women's vaulter. The equivalent of this is how many times can Timothy Chariot in? How many times can he run four oh five in a day in the fifteen hundred? I'd watch. That. I think this is dumb. I think this. I think this dilutes. I think this dilutes the, it ruins the, the integrity of garden vaulting. Garden vaulting will never be the same again. Is that what you're saying, Lincoln? I'm not saying that it's it's never going to be the same. I'm saying it should never have been a, a thing. It's dumb. Five feet is not like I understand they're going to be trying to do it a bunch of times. Five meters. You're going to get one Five of these meters. guys hurt. They're, oh, you're going to get somebody on. hurt no. by doing something stupid. This is dumb. No, I like it. Uh, I think they could have added a twist, though. We'd mentioned horse before. Maybe they could have incorporated a horse within vaulting. Like, you had to do it. Yeah. Like, okay, we're not going to put it all the way to – we're not going to go crazy and, you know, jump 580 or 6 meters. But, like, you got to vault and then do a backflip. Or you got to – you vault left-handed. Or Renault busts out his skateboard like he's done before, that motorized skateboard, and, and fling him – like, vaulting with tricks. I, I would be up for that. Horse, full vaulting. That's what they should be doing here. Who 
who do we think is the favorite here? Who's going to take this the most seriously? Like who is who's a volume who's the vaulter? Jo- who's the Jordan that's like secretly like so competitive well, that they can't lose this? I feel like Renault needs a dub, right? Renault needs a yeah, win. Yeah, he does. This may have been conceived on 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 him bouncing back. We're gonna say, yeah, Villani. Like it looked like his career was winding down but remember when he won the ultimate garden clash and that just set him forth on another five-year run of jumping over six meters like it all i, I don't i would imagine that the favorite is the youngest person is mondo Duplantis, the guy who was jumping over six meters multiple times in competitions this past indoor season yeah. like if he's getting up and doing that and then doing jumping a world like multiple world records within a week. I think he recovers pretty quickly, so I would pick him as my as my favorite. Are you going to watch this? Oh yeah, because I want to see how they do it. I w- are they just going to go? Are they going to take turns? Is it just going to be okay? We set we start the clock. Is anybody going to miss? I'm curious. I, admittedly, I'm not a pole vault expert, but yeah. like. How frequently can they go? Is he just going to run, go back, and do another one? Take a couple breaths? Is he going to go one, try to go one per minute? Like it's a completely uh, abstract skill in a way because we know that vaulters take a lot of time between jumps and the goal is not to get as many over a lower height. It's to go once over a super duper high height. So I'm I'm just – I'm curious like how many times – can they do this? Like I would watch Timothy Chariot right now try to run 405 a whole bunch of times as well too. I just think the trick shot element would be cool. Like on the top of the standard, you put like a Red Bull or something if you're a villainy or whatever your sponsor is and you clear it. Can you – do you have time to grab it then take a drink? Grab it. Right? Yeah. Like what What sort of – A lot of branding opportunities things? here. Uh, Mondo's brother's a baseball player, maybe mid-air. Mm he throws a ball to Mondo and he tries to catch it or Mondo, maybe Mondo grabs a ball off the standard, throws it to his brother who's standing underneath, hits the baseball 450 feet. I don't know. Maybe there's a lot of possibilities here that I think they, they could have gotten a little more creative or maybe we'll see that in garden vault Two. even more garden is what it's being mm-hmm. called. I think even more. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I'll watch this. I'm gonna put a mute. I, if I can mute, like so now you are watching. Streams, it. I talked to eh, you. Into it. We'll see. I talk to you. If I can it. make sure that I mute Sam Kendrick's screen, just because I imagine he'll have like a diatribe at the end that could last 17 minutes to four hours. So as long as I can like make sure that I can regulate certain things, because I, I, you know. Uh, these guys are good, but I don't. The pole pole vaulters sometimes they can be a little preachy. So I, you know, I also just want to see everybody's house. I mean, I know we've seen Lavillenay's <laughs> home before. We've seen the Duplantis's complex. Uh, I have not seen what Kendricks is working with in Oxford, Mississippi. So we'll get to see like what they're working with, their styles. Um, yeah. Other than that, though, I, I'm still. This is like. This is I don't. It's like a it's like a home run derby in baseball, except they're using softball fences for the line. Like I just I don't I don't I don't get this. Couldn't they do like yeah like five five or something? Like make it a well, little interesting. Well, I they need a staff, but you can't really get a staff of people because then you once you knock it down though, then you got to get oh, yes, people either. to put it back up. 
That's, that's true. This that's is what true. you this is what you don't understand about pole vaulting, Lincoln. This is why you don't appreciate the garden clash, and I do, is because I don't. They have to do something that's super low so that the way they're basically never going to miss because then you need a, people to help get it back up. So how many times do we Social think they, they're going to be clearing this? How many times do you think they're going to clear this? I think like can you, once you do per like, minute? Could, like once per minute, once per every two minutes? No, more than that, right? Thir- so... No, I think because I mean you're gonna have to run. You're gonna get tired. You're gonna get yeah, tired. Gonna get so tired. I, th- I think like something in the twenties. Yeah, I think something in the twenties yeah. is is perfectly reasonable. They're just gonna put on a bunch of loud techno music and they're just gonna go there and rage. I mean, do they ever do this in practice? I don't think this is part of their daily repertoire of like, all right, guys, this is their uh, long run. It's the off season. Yeah, it's base work. It's Sunday. So what we're gonna do yeah. is you're gonna vault as many times as you can and then you're going to take a five minute break and then vault some more uh i i yeah i would put if i set a completely arbitrary over under 26 26 go 26 yeah yeah i think i think somebody's going to figure out a way to to do this and i think they're going to do more than one a minute i think i think somebody's going to go over 30 and mm. i i'm picking i'm picking mondo to win okay It'll be a garden yeah. clash record if that happens. It's true. That is true. Will yeah. be a garden clash record. Um, what What's going to be the uh, the follow up to this? Are we going to have like Thomas Walsh and uh, Joe Kovacs like slinging uh, golf balls to see how far they can throw golf balls? Just- no, that'd be the javelin throwers. I think that's more of a javelin throw. Uh, th- I think th- they would take. Maybe I don't know, like a like a bowling ball, maybe like an eight pound bowling ball, oh, like a super big one. And they uh, maybe they just have like a whole row of bowling balls or something like that, and they just chuck like them one this. after the other. I mean, adding in yeah. the time element, uh, adding in the time element and uh, the volume element is something you don't see normally in track and field, right? That's a <laughs> it's never how many x can you do in y really. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess running is how many laps can you or w- w- with like those weird hour records and things like that. But uh, this is this is a completely foreign concept. I mean, again, given what else we have, they're probably just also they're testing Renault's internet connection for the Impossible Games because he's going to uh. be then he's so then he's actually vaulting against Mondo right, and they're going to need somebody to put the standards up and down. So I don't know what how many people he has to socially distance from Renault does, but he would need a, a staff of people, I would guess. So Mondo's competing at the impossible games and he's going to Oslo. Yeah. That was the one thing I was wondering about because they're not doing any flights into Oslo. So they're flying yeah. those people, they're flying to Sweden and, and then, then they, they're they driving. Yeah. Yeah. Driving yeah. with electric cars is what they released really said. I'm guessing the hoping <laughs> the hope by then is that, uh, travel is is not as uh, risky, but uh, I know Sweden's handled the crisis differently than other countries. Yeah. So that was the one I was wondering about because everybody else, I believe, is based in one of those two countries. Actually, I mean, Sandra Gudrunsson of Norway went to 
I mean, did schooling out here. So maybe he's maybe he's on the same flight. Maybe two people on one Delta flight direct to mm-hmm. Stockholm. They get on two different electric cars and vault against a guy who's in his garden in France. I mean, this is just everything you could hope for in a sporting event. If if uh, Renault is vaulting from home, why doesn't Mondo just vault for, from home for the impossible games? Does he really need to? There's no fans. Maybe they're testing Mondo's internet connection too. I am not flying internationally right now. In fact, we may have seen the last time I leave my house. The state of Texas just opened up today because absolutely the virus is gone. We all know that. So uh, I'm just saying um, that's unrelated, but uh, I don't – this is a crisis waiting to happen. Um, Anyways, I'm just – the pole vault community overall, uh, they're just – They're going for it. They're shooting their shot. They're ready to go. I'm not yeah. saying I saw Sam Kendricks at a at a uh, at a rally at one of the capitals, but uh, maybe I did. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, All we'll right. see if I watch this. It's going to be on at like 11 a.m. here in the U.S. Uh, Central Time. Yeah. Maybe I turn that on. Maybe, uh, maybe I don't. Uh, maybe you watch it archive though. You don't need to watch it. I don't know if it's necessarily something archived. you need to watch live, right? Mm-hmm. It can be something you can you mm-hmm. can you can view after. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Let's talk about pro news in a track and field news article about Sinclair Johnson. There was a section there about how she's joined the Bowman track club, which you, I know you and Gordon did an episode like last week, two weeks ago, who will be the mm-hmm. next person to sign with the Bowman track club. I don't think you mentioned Sinclair Johnson. So you both are wrong. That's why I brought this. Well, uh, I, this topic I up. mentioned her privately. We were mostly talking about <laughs> private. That doesn't count. Ads. That does not count. <laughs> We were talking about college athletes that were coming in. I mean, she's an obvious choice. That was obvious that she was going to go to the Bowerman Track Club. When you're that talented, when you come out of college and you've run two flat and 405 or whatever she's run, she ran 404 or something at USA's to finish fourth. There, Nike does not want her to train by herself. I mean, she's obviously had success doing that. But you get her with Shelby Houlihan, all of a sudden now she's going to be a, you know, this is routine for her going to be, Mm-hmm. making teams and you know making finals it's just like it feels automatic winners and losers of this obviously winner sinclair johnson loser probably nikki <laughs> hiltz because now all of a sudden sinclair johnson has world-class training partners and uh gets in the bowerman machine with jerry schumacher now every interview with her will start with the well jerry said blank you know as every <laughs> bowerman athlete does so we get that i i i always enjoy that uh, yeah, this is a, obviously a no-brainer for for her in the Bowerman Track Club. She's got a huge future. She she was outstanding last year, and this made sense. I didn't understand why it took so long uh, to to get her out to Portland, but yeah, great addition for the team. And well, she's still not there. Her. She's still not there, but she's signed. Well, I mean, she'll be out there. Whatever. I don't, yeah, 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 I'm. I imagine. I thought she meant literally right now. You're into travel. You're covering the travel beat. I just want to make sure you know where everybody's at, okay? Mondo, Louisiana, Sinclair, still in Oklahoma. Um, Another reason why she's a winner, I think everybody is a winner who signed pro contracts pre-pandemic. And I don't know how much that money was base salary versus incentives based on time or finishes at championships, but the more of your money was guaranteed – up front as a base salary, the better right now because you have no idea when you're going to get back on the track. Uh, interesting perspective there from Hiltz. Yeah, 
I mean, she already was really good. Johnson was right there with Hiltz for yeah. that final final spot. Um, we have a situation now, and bottom of track, the rich just get richer. Potentially nine people, nine of the 15 mid-distance and distance spots could go to the Bowerman Track Club. That's a that's a stretch, but it's not completely outside the realm of possibilities. You start with four locks, and then the other five, even if 50% of them hit, then you're looking at almost half of the team, or just over half of the team, comprised of BTC athletes here. And in the 1500, it makes sense, because they have Shelby there as the main star but there's two other spots on that team available so it makes sense to add someone at that distance yeah i just the team element kind of gets more absurd as we go along just yeah because the bowerman track club is has so many more resources mm-hmm and it's just not fun anymore. Like, I understand why NOP shut down, like, and they deserve that. But we used to have this rivalry. Now, Bowerman, there's no rivalry or anything like that. Like, I miss these days. Now everyone just goes to Bowerman. There used to be some question about, are they going to go to NOP? Or are they going to go to Bowerman? Like, that was fun. Those were better days. And uh, they're the 2017 Warriors. That. What's that? They're the 2017 Warriors is what you're saying. Yeah, but there's no competition i mean i'm sorry but there's no other training group probably worldwide that's even close i mean maybe you know some of the ones in kenya sure but they don't get their own jerseys and they don't reference their coach by name over and over and over and over again there's just i just miss the days of nop versus versus bowerman yeah i mean it, the last couple of years it was never really that close with the events that they were competing i mean do you like one training group having all the the good athletes like no no but no but then it turns into it turns into them versus everybody right so it's not it's not btc versus nop or the group for only knows nop or btc group this versus this group or that group it's just them versus sheer numbers no it would be a lot more fun i think everybody agrees on that because everybody when you ask any track and field fan oh what would you like to see more of they always mention team competitions and more rivalries between groups and a greater emphasis on this group versus that group. That's, that's fun to watch, but that ship is almost, I feel like that ship is sailed. So now as it was, as was the case with the, with the warriors, it's just like, all right, well, they're going to win. So let's just see how dominant they can be. Like, let's just see how many games, how many games can they win now? As a, as a wise man named bill once said, the league is too buddy buddy these days, and when everyone's <laughs> on the same team, it's not as fun. Yeah. Well, oh, see, look, the, the Bowerman Track Club's fighting it out for spots. It's like the, what a rivalry they have. They're all roommates and training partners. It's like this is absurd. Like well, look, I understand look, why look. we need more training NBA- groups. Can Nike make another training group? There are more coaches out there. Can we have somebody become another Nike coach? And and Why? I know to compete like, with themselves. I, Why do they want to compete with themselves? They got a good thing going. It's working. They're going to compete with themselves. Look, the, there's no stopping this. A basketball team has a limit of amount of people you can put on it, and they run out of money mm-hmm. to pay for. It. They could literally, they could have everybody on the team. They could have, they could have 15 of the 15 distance spots. Right? There's no, there's no end to this. There's no luxury tax. 
What are we talking about here? But what about the sport, Kevin? What about the sanctity <laughs> of who makes the team and what color jersey they're wearing <laughs> when they qualify for the Olympics? Keeps me up at night. I got to be honest, Lincoln. It has always yeah. kept me up at night. Uh, I like the new jerseys, so the more we see of them, the better. No, I – yeah, it's – it's not a real issue. I just the sheer numbers of it is is going to be preposterous if they are able to put nine. I mean, do you think that they could get all nine? All the distance, distance. So nine would be and... here. I'll tell you who nine would be. Nine would be yeah, eight hundred. I mean, Jenny Simpson's still making teams. Yeah. 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 Kate yeah. Grace in the eight hundred. Sinclair and Shelby in the fifteen hundred. And the steeplechase. Yep. Quigley and Frerichs, that's five. In the yep. 5,000, yep. Schweizer, who I'm considering a lock right now just based on what she's done the yep. last two years, Schweizer, and then I think Frazier has a shot at it, so that's seven. And then yep. in the 10,000, Hall and Enfield. Hall and Enfield. Those, yep. that's, that's tough because Sisson and Huddle are going to be back next year raring, raring to go. But, yeah, I mean, Enfield has a medal and Hall makes teams, so – that's nine, and that's not even including. I mean, there's probably some outside outside shot people too. Um, in addition to that, but I mean, everybody and somebody else will join before next year too. There'll be another yeah another person that'll be on there as well too, which will add to it. But um, yeah, it is it is interesting to see how the here's a, a conspiracy theory. Uh, mm. Nike. Nike's 2020 kits were put made public. I think Riley Masters tweeted them out yeah. or something like that, and they were posted. They look like barbed wire going across the chest. Perhaps Sinclair Johnson saw those and said, "Ah, no, no, I'm not wearing those. Uh, I need to go to Bowerman. This is my this is my move. I, I need to be in red and black. I don't do not want teal and green barbed wire for my for my uh, second pro season." Is the barbed wire supposed to symbolize the fact that the tracks are closed? Is that what they were going for? <laughs> Maybe. Is it supposed to and be barbed wire? I mean, that's definitely it's definitely what it they looks look like. It looks like barbed but... wire. And what's their obsession yeah. with teal? Who who from the teal team is really pumping out everything at Nike Design recently? Well, yeah. here's what they they actually have a they have a a uh, a specific team at Nike, and they're called Teal Team Six. <laughs> and they're a pretty big deal. They're pretty influential. They're known as the toughest graphic designers in the world. Um, so that's why we've seen that throughout the years. Look, uh, I did not like the split jerseys last year. I thought the ones for the reigning champions were okay with the black and the yeah. mixture in black and gold. But I didn't like the the blue and then the teal. The two-tone ones were were not good. It's been a couple of years since Nike's had a good base jersey. The ba the Bowerman ones are good. I like the Bowerman ones. I those are good. I again, this could be my age, but I feel like maybe around 08, the like the black and white ones that were like look like almost tattoo designs. That's like the last my last favorite. I didn't enjoy the years where everybody was neon yellow. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Two or two or three years ago, when they were the uh, Greyhound bus seat design if you remember that it's like all that like <laughs> random colors mixed together into a purple and blue and red wasn't yeah. a fan of 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 that uh so i know we can be critical but i'm just wondering did nike come to you knowing that you are the kit rankings guru did right, they come right. through you first 
No, no, and that's why I'm a little upset because I never would have given those the green light. Yeah. I don't think the design yeah. is great. I don't like the color schemes. You have some of the best designers in the world, I assume, working for you. I just think we could do better. I think that they could do better because so many athletes are going to be wearing that because they sponsor so many athletes. So that right. one little decision influences much of what we see on the track. So I, yeah, I don't like, mm -hmm. I don't like the bar wire. Are they going to do new ones for 2021? Are they going to, I would assume they do the... new ones every single year. Maybe they were like, they were saving these. They're like, well, cause like, I assume they have designs. They don't just like make one design a year. I'm sure they're making multiple and they're in different stages. So they probably have the next five to 10 years planned out. Maybe they yeah. have this one saved for 2022. It's supposed to be an off year. And they're like, Okay. Listen, all of our all of our B designs are always going to be in an off year. So we may not even have track at all in 2020. So let's definitely yeah. use our C minus design right now. <laughs> and if the worst of it is Riley Masters tweets it out, then that we're okay. But that these are the I, uniforms we have for this year, knowing no one's going to actually wear them. I, I hope I, I hope that that's the explanation. I hope that that's the explanation yeah. because there's yeah there's. They, they got to come up with better ones. I mean, whoever designed the Bowerman one, put them in charge of, is that the same person who's coming up with this other one? Right. And those are good. Those are good. And I actually what? enjoyed NLP's oil spill, although yeah, it did, it led directly, of course, what does oil do? It eventually catches fire and that's exactly what happened. So <laughs> that was a little foreshadowing. Uh, speaking of uh, jerseys, that we like and we're obligated as is every podcast right now to talk about the bulls documentary. So I'm going to take this moment mm -hmm. to bring up the bulls documentary right now. When the bulls went to those black jerseys, those were nice. Were you a fan of the black yeah, jerseys? Pers the bulls? Personal favorite of the, uh, they had pinstripes ones. Are you talking about yep. those or yep. just, yeah. yeah, those are clutch. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm still the, the, the classic red and white. That's my, that's my jam. Uh, but yeah, there there was there was a fierce those are some fierce looks. I mean, I I've always been biased. I think the the Bulls have the best uniform. People are critical of the Bulls uniforms now. It's probably because the team is just so lousy. But I just don't know how you can get more classic than that red and white look. And obviously Jordan made that. Well, now uh, everybody's got six alternate jerseys, and there's a camo see, one. I don't like and there's that. A city version. I don't like. Yeah, there's a million. Were the Bulls the first ones in basketball to have the alternate color to have I, that third color? I, You'd have to ask my friend Bill about that. He would have a deep okay. reservoir of knowledge there. But the uniforms have gotten so ridiculous. As soon as I saw the Brooklyn Nets with it, Bed Stewie, they're they're naming it after certain neighborhoods, whatever Bed Stuy, Bed whatever Stuy. the hell it is. <laughs> That's stupid. That's stupid. That'd be like yeah. San Antonio being like, "We're gonna be the Bastrop uh, Spurs for tonight." Like that's just that's dumb. Let's not do that. And that I, it's too much, man. I think the problem is we got too many graphic designers coming through, and everyone thinks okay. they need seventy-four on staff, and uh, they're just going too. Yeah. They're going nuts. So I appreciate the uh, the Bulls. You know, they have a couple looks. They went a little wild with the black and the pinstripes, uh, but they keep they it. They keep version, it down the middle no? of the fairway. Huh? Do they have a city? Do they have a city version? Yeah, of their they jersey? have that Chicago flag, which Chicago like tries to embrace. I don't understand. That oh, what does it we, say we on the front? Blue does it say something different uh, on the front? 
it may i don't know if it's a shy town or if it says windy i'm sure they've had a windy city one the, the city yeah. one though is the chicago flag which is the okay. stars and the blue uh, i don't know if okay. it says anything on the on there okay all right but if we learn one anything from this podcast is that i don't know how to pronounce bedford stye whatever so, so bedford so. stuyvesant listen right. to some notorious big lincoln uh you gotta visit brooklyn okay. um yeah. And then you'll be up on it. Yeah, Bed-Stuy. Uh, okay. I've been to Brooklyn once in my life, by the way. I have no credibility on this. Cool. Uh, let's cool. talk NCAAs. Let's talk transfers. Fiona O'Keefe from Stanford to New Mexico. Now, this would be even bigger news if she had cross-country eligibility left. Because then you could be looking at a title team next yeah. year in New Mexico, pairing her with Wadey Kaladi up front. But she has only track eligibility left a couple indoors and I think one outdoor to go. But I mean, she's one of the best, best women's runners in the nation going from mm-hmm. uh, Stanford to New Mexico. Yeah. Get her and in her the Joe Franklin there. system. Uh, maybe Wayne Kaladi has somebody to, to run with. We saw her tempo. She does, the, does those by herself. Yeah. Joining her sister is, uh, is the thing. And I think as you pointed out, maybe in a text chain that you and I have with Gordon, people are fleeing Stanford right now. Yeah. And I thought, I mean, with any coaching change that happens, there's going to be people who move on, right? It's just that coaching change by the time it happened. Remember, it was so late in the year last year that they finally got uh, a coach in. But yeah, Thomas Ratcliffe uh, looking to transfer. A couple people have said that to us so i mean they're gonna be fine stanford's gonna be fine they're not gonna ever be lacking in recruits and i thought they did a coming in late last year they did a i thought they did really well uh particularly on the women's side they did the men i know they had a great year yeah well and they could have look at in well we're never gonna remember indoors because there was no championship so the story's not really written on indoors but on the women's side of things in particular, they had a squad going there. Like yeah. JJ Clark was basically recreating that, that mid distance magic. You had a DMR team that was going to be in contention for the win. And I would think top three at worst, Jessica Lawson was running really fast. Uh, Julia Haymock was running really fast. Obviously O'Keefe was there. Like you had a really good good group, and I think you're still going to have a really good group. I think it probably just took longer for people who ordinarily might have uh, moved on just because that's the natural course of things. It just took them a little longer because the decision was made so much later than we're we're used to seeing. Um, yeah, but I think they're going to be they're going to be fine, and that was not an ideal situation to to take over a a program. And I thought they in in the fall and in the winter, I think they did a about a, as good as you could expect. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where Ratcliffe goes. Does he go to North Carolina to match back up with with Milt? I mean, Ratcliffe was running well at the beginning of last year, and then he just bombed at NCAAs in cross country, and I think he had had a decent track season up to this point or uh, when the season stopped. I don't know. I don't think he was qualified for NCAAs, but I think he'd run like four flat in the mile. I mean – so a, a very big talent that somebody could get, um, but 
Yeah, I mean, with coaching changes, personality changes, that's the bigger thing, I think, than results for a lot of athletes. Uh, they want the coach that recruited them to still be the coach that's coaching them. I understand that. But there's no doubting or there's no denying that, you know, the J.J. Clark, Ricardo Santos, they were getting results. Um, and uh, so it's not like they're going to stop yeah. getting top recruits at Stanford after all uh Ronald McDonald could be the coach at Stanford and people would still sign with Stanford so yeah well I mean look at look at the women's cross-country squad I mean they weren't going to have O'Keefe anyway but you you go into the fall with uh I, I, didn't, I don't think I mentioned Ella Donahue did I mention Ella Donahue I might not even mention Ella Donahue uh she's really good too so you have Donahue you have Haymock you have Lawson Jordan Oaks like you have the core of a really good team yep. I'm sure they're gonna have recruits I, I don't even know what the recruiting situation is with stanford i should always assume is really good like they're going to be one of the teams to beat we don't know how everything's going to shake out with transfer so it's too early to tell but you'd probably put them on a short list of one of the best five teams in the nation right now for the women so of course yeah yeah, yeah. all right well that's it that's all for today's episode we covered it all lincoln from we did. uh provisional suspensions to pole vaulting and gardens the strength of the bottom and track club the bulls jerseys some ncaa transfers i think no stone unturned yep i gotta i gotta call samsung about my washer which is already not working after i paid a ton of money for it so a homeowner life is uh is all it's chalked up to be so busy day ahead for me but i think we've covered the track and field news watch or don't watch the ultimate garden clash and i hear if kendrick's wins we can rename it the uh the the kendrick's family barbecue oxford mississippi edition backyard bonanza something more american than ultimate garden clash i this is a situation where the beverage of choice the beverage of choice for this is tea if Kendrick's wins, the beverage of choice is is going to be like a fine a fine uh, gas station beer. Like that's what I want, and this needs to be like who's going to be doing this drunk? That's that's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. I did not think yeah. about that. <laughs> All right, Flowtrack Podcast at gmail.com is the email address again flowtrack.org slash flowtrack podcast on apple podcast spotify and stitcher we will be back on monday leave us a review in apple podcast if you could be so kind and send us an email let us know what you're thinking about in the running world thanks to alon for producing thanks to lincoln for co-hosting this week we'll talk to you guys on monday